Welcome to Reality Tea Times 2, the podcast where we discuss all the trash reality TV we love to hate. I'm Tanika, and today we are going to be discussing The Golden Bachelor. And guys, again, when they showed us a scene with his wife, of course I cried again. <laughs> I just have to say my first thoughts of this episode. I love him so much. I really do. And we must... We must just cherish him. Also, kind of shocked by something as well that that happened. Didn't happen. Um, But we'll get to it. It's not going to be a very long episode. Again, these are just our episodes. Um, so, um, let's jump into it. So, The Golden Bachelor, season one, episode one. These don't really have titles, so, <laughs> but let's go. So, we see our favorite guy, Gary, putting on his tux, and we also see that he puts on a hearing aid. So, the only reason I actually mentioned this is because this kind of comes back a little later. Um, and he says, today, this is the first day of the rest of his life. So we see a picture of his wife, Tony, there. Um, I know I'm, I'm in the corner there. So, you know, obviously she's with him on this journey and, he says, you know, no one will replace her. And 100%, no one will ever replace that. I can't I imagine if I had to ever, you know, knock on wood, be on, in a position like this. I don't, I don't even know how you bounce back. He's anyone who's able to bounce back after something where you've had a marriage for so, so long and he's been married for so, so long. I, I can't imagine. So we did, we then see, you know, kind of interviews that he's attended and different people he's talked to along the way. And he says, um, he is the first bachelor who's on social security. <laughs> oh, such a sweet man. Um, so we're at the mansion and of course here's Jesse waiting for him. Um, now, I know I skipped the parts with um, finding out what happened with his wife. We've seen this before, um, and I just don't want to cry again. So <laughs> we've seen it before. We saw that at, at that beginning clip of um, of the show at the mental all charity uh, season. So I, I don't want to rehash it, but if you want to hear all of that, I would go back to that episode of the Mentel All in Charity Season and, and somewhere in there you'll get the somewhere in the middle is um, everything. Anyway, so he tells Jesse he feels anxious and nervous and, you know, but here are the women and let the journey begin, Jesse says. So, 
And I'm going to go again through who comes, when they come. But um, I did kind of introduce all of these women already. Um, prior to this, I can't remember which episode that was, but and on the socials are the pictures of everybody um, again. So if you didn't watch the episode, you want to see who everybody is. They're there. All 22 women um, are there, but yeah. Ages and all of that are there as well. I, I'm not going to go through their ages again, but so first we meet Ida and she's wearing a beautiful gold dress. Um, so I took note of that and, um, she's beautiful. I wrote down and they both launch some confetti into the air. Now we meet Ellen and we talk about her friend, Roberta, who, um, has cancer. They have been friends for 60 years. So, you know, they've been in each other's lives for a very, very long time. Um, and she kind of, when she gets there, just kind of like, Roberta, I made it. And, you know, kind of, she's, she's, was alive at the time of the filming. Um, and she was kind of doing all of this in the hope of, she's going to watch this and she's going to see this. And yeah, um, I'm also going to go ahead here. Sorry. I'm going to break it down a little bit. Unfortunately, Roberta doesn't make it. She doesn't survive cancer. Cancer is fuck cancer. And um, she unfortunately passed, I guess, sometime earlier this year. Um, I'm not exactly sure when this year, but she, she, they, there was a thing at the end saying, you know, that she passed, unfortunately. But she is still watching. She is still watching from somewhere, I'm sure. But I thought that was so sad. But anyway, um, so then we meet Sandra. She's, I noticed in the beginning, very soft-spoken. Very soft-spoken. And she says that she is nervous about everything. Um, she says, you know what, I want to do a Zen practice. Do you, do you mind if I do this? I'm practically going to breathe in. Do like a, she's going to do like a mantra. So, for those who don't really know, um, mantra is, is usually when you breathe and you say a word that, you know, helps you release any energies, make you feel better, whatever that word. It could be peace or love. Um, instead, uh, Sandra picked shit or fuck. I'm not sure which one she picked, but maybe both. I don't know. And uh, every time she breathed out, she breathed out shit or fuck. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I was like, oh, oh, so what about soft-spoken? <laughs> Damn. Um, so she says that she is outspoken. You don't say. And um, tries hard to filter herself but apparently it doesn't work. Then we meet Leslie. Um, and she came out in this like old lady getup and a walker 
And she rips all that off. She says, does it look like I need help? <laughs> Y'all, she dated Prince. Y'all, she dated Prince. I don't know. Wait, wait. Let me, let me, let me rephrase. I don't know if she dated Prince or she fucked Prince, but she, she, Prince, um, you know, when doves cry, purple rain, Prince. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, tell me more. Tell me more. I love Prince. Tell me more. I want more. Um, But she did say that he wrote a sexy dancer about her. And you tell us to that song. Um, Yeah. There's there's times of Prince I kind of skipped over. And that would be the symbol, Prince. I'm like, I'm good. I like, you know, Prince and the Revolution, you know, you know. Yeah, hence the songs I picked. <laughs> but I'm like, whoa, what? <laughs> I hope she's not lying. Don't lie about Prince. Leave Prince alone. If you're lying about Prince, I'm going to have a problem. Anyway, let's continue off Prince. So then they dance together. Um, so then we kind of get like a montage of all the, some of the women that we're not going to focus on too much. So we meet, um, I think it's Maria. I can't read my handwriting. I think it's Maria. And then Christina, Joan, Natasha, Peggy, Pamela, Kathy, Nancy, who is also wearing a hearing aid like he does. Um, but then we meet Teresa and it's Teresa's birthday today. And she says, I came in my birthday suit. And then all we see is her open her dress, which I thought was a dress, but now I think it's a robe. And she opens it up and you, before the commercial, you're just like, oh my God, did she just flash him? (laughs) We come back and, you know, we find out that no, she didn't flash him. She is just wearing like a skin colored, like bodysuit of some sort. And, uh, yeah, (laughs) we find out that her husband passed away nine years ago. Um, so they're kind of in the same boat here, but they have similar experiences. Um, but yeah. So then we meet April and she came with her fresh eggs She's a chicken farmer, I think. But she came with her fresh eggs. And she says, aging sucks. And she says she had three men that she really, like, who that really loved her. So I'm wondering, did they, did you love them? Or is this all about them loving you? Um. Anyway, then we come back to her and she is like, you know, clucking or whatever, and then she turns around and stops her ass. This is why she wasn't picked at the end. Spoiler alert. Oh, no, actually, she was. She shouldn't have been. Anyway. Then, um, Renee. We see her next, and she shows up doing a cheer. Cheer is fine. It's great. Um, and then Maria 
is also dancing. So I think the other one might have been Marcia. I don't know. Whatever. We might have our own Maria. Who knows? Now we meet Anna. And she says, let's get the hell out of here. Okay. You're a fundress. I'm a fundress. Let's get out of here. Um, then we meet Susan. And guys, if you didn't see the post, but you're just now seeing Susan. Susan is our Chris Jenner. That is the woman I said who is our Chris Jenner. And she likes Chris Jenner. So clearly, clearly she likes Chris Jenner. Um, so that's how we'll refer to her. <laughs> um, but she, before she walks away from him, she says, um, you see these heels? I am very comfortable with six inches. Oh, <laughs> that's it? <laughs> that's all you're comfortable with? <laughs> Sorry. Maybe we're going to move on. We're comfortable with Ashley six isn't even average anymore. But anyway, let's move on. Then we meet Patty, who is Matt James's mom. So this is kind of the only time we see her. Spoiler alert. Um, but we'll get there. I'm not going to go too far ahead. But yeah, so we see her and she does talk about the fact that um, I know that this can work. My son was The Bachelor, and, you know, he fell in love. Don't ask me how. I don't even under, don't get me start. Don't get me started. And um, so, yeah, she's coming here, and she wants to try it. I have nothing against his mom. I just hate her son. <laughs> and I don't know why I have such a visceral hate towards him, but I just thought that, he, again, I think I've talked about this before, I thought he did such a horrible job as a bachelor. I know both me and Ava kind of just hoped that Tyler would have just done it. I know he didn't want to, but I kind of hoped he just would. Because picking his friend instead, who I thought just did a horrible job. I mean, we've had a lot worse. I know this. But I think I expected so much from him. And then that's what happened. You end up with a person who is, let's face it, racially insensitive. I don't care. I don't care. I, I really don't. I don't know you can change from that. I just think like once that's ingrained in you, it's ingrained in you to be insensitive about other races. And now here you are dating a biracial man. I, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. <laughs> So I think that's part of the problem. And there was other issues I had with him that I'm not going to address here. Me and Ava talked about it in length when the show was on. Um, but I'm not going to talk about it here. But I, I just, mm-mm. I don't, bring back Clayton. I'd rather him. And that's saying something because I hate him too. Let's move on. <laughs> um. So, so then we meet Sylvia. And then we meet Jeannie, who I believe she's the one who, I think that's later, actually. I want to make sure I don't miss anything. I don't want to make sure I missed that, but I think that's later. So then we meet another woman coming to us, and her name is Concetta. I think that's how you say it. She, or Riddle's her sissy. 
And she's 84 years old. You're thinking, okay, ma'am, are you long? But she says she really wanted to meet Gary. And she says, you know, my nephew, you know, talking about her nephew, you know, trying to get her there or whatever. I'm encouraging her to be there. And I think she was talking to, no, she was talking to, talking to Gary. And he's like, oh, who, who's your nephew? Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy. Somehow, some way, Mr. Kimmel has to make an appearance. And this time through his aunt. She's lovely. Um, she fell asleep. We'll see later, but, <laughs> um, she was never there for seriously. Anyway, um, so, um, yeah. Well, and I said, I wrote down, all right, well, that was short lived because she's just here for the night. She's here for, she's not here for a short, for a long time. She's here for a good time. That's it. <laughs> um, so she says, I don't belong here. <laughs> when she walks in and she sees all the women, she's like, I don't belong here. Um, anyway, so then we see someone pulling up on a motorcycle and that is Faith. And that's it. Basically, that's our women. That's everybody. We're done. Uh, meaning all the women. So, Gary says there are a couple of women that have caught his eye. And he goes back, he goes into the house, you know, and he gives a speech, as they always do. And he says that, you know, you know, I'm kind of nervous about this and you know i don't know really what to say but he does eventually just say you know what this is toast to all of you to this journey and let it begin let's let's do this so april pulls him away first as our chicken lady um and honestly, because I'm still trying to, I'm still trying to get everybody, know everybody's names and stuff, because this is the first night. I didn't have my, like, the women in front of me to know who's who and whatever. Um, but I'm gonna try my best to catch their names. There might be times where I, I miss it. So, anyway. So yes, April pulls on the side first. Um, and she has a calendar. That's, only the month of April. There's no other month in the calendar. It's just, it's just April. Okay, so then he um, speaks with Ellen, and um, Ellen is the one whose friend, friend Roberta, and Ellen, you know, they just kind of talk about just things. Nothing really to it hold on and capture but i will say that they had a great conversation especially because he says like this caught his attention after this has left an impression on him she has so um and he tells her that so yeah then um he's with natasha and they do this weird like laughing thing where she's like you know if i tell you to laugh we laugh and then they laugh it's weird but okay um 
Then Sandra, who is our mantra lady, he does admit the mantra threw him off a little bit because, I mean, damn, we'll throw anybody off. Um, then there was a bug, and it was a big bug, and they killed it. Yeah. <laughs> and then we are talking with another woman whose name I didn't catch, um, but they talk about, like, what song would they pick that they can listen to and love to listen to, and they, she says, um, At Last by Anna James, and he says, oh my god, me too, like, I love that song, so they've connected on the love of, of that song. And then he's speaking to motorcycle girl who i believe was what's her name <laughs> i can't remember her name sorry guys like i said i am still trying to get used to everybody so i don't know everybody's name um i gotta hold on to things that you do and then i remember um so she um sings and she plays the guitar for him and I actually said yeah she sounds pretty good she doesn't sound too bad and yeah I liked it um and then he's with Leslie and they're dancing and then I don't know what the heck they were dancing to but it definitely the song that they were playing was a knockoff of um You, you know, oh, well, it got the best of my love. Okay, so I'm like, I was, I was dancing too. So I don't know if that was the song that they were playing, but that was the song that they played for us. And um, I'm like, okay, all right. And they're dancing, getting down, and he's getting down. He says he's not a good dancer, but he's has fun when he does it. Clearly, he's having fun, and then all the women just come into the room and start dancing. It was such a sweet moment. Oh, I love this show so much. I mean, you know, you need to have some wholesome before you go into Bachelor in Paradise. But anyway, we, which I haven't really watched to take notes yet, but I have started watching it, and um, <laughs> to say. I actually dislike Aaron a little more because stop putting so much focus on fucking Brandon. But that's for a different show. Let's continue. Um, so these women I found were just really complimenting each other. And it's funny, maybe I missed it, but I didn't see a lot of drama and like the this season on kind of thing. I didn't see a lot of drama amongst the women, which if that actually does happen, what a world of fresh air. Because again, I I want to see the drama in like Bachelor in Paradise. I want to see that. But with these shows, like I really don't want to see that because that's not that, this is not that show. The show is supposed to be about finding love and, you know, all of that. But we always have a person, we always have a Brayden who's placed in the show and they're here to bring drama. 
But I don't find that with these women. I don't see anyone, even Kris Jenner, who is here to create drama. They're just here to find love with this man. And I hope, I hope it stays that way. I love him and I love them. This is fantastic. So, um, anyway. And then in comes Jesse with the first impression rose. One woman has never seen the show before and doesn't understand the premise of the first impression rose. So it has to be explained to her. Okay. So anyway, of course, some of the women, as we know, haven't had time with him, but I do feel like eventually everyone does have time with him, which is unheard of. I don't know of anyone who was able to have time with him prior to the first impression rose, prior to even getting into the rose ceremony. So I feel like he did eventually see everybody, which is like, again, fantastic. Oh my God. Okay. (laughs) So, um, Janie gives him a genie lamp. Okay, so then um, Teresa says, sits down with him and she reads him a letter that her daughter wrote. And he really does relate with, with this because kind of the quirkiness of the letter from her daughter. He's like, you know, is that my kids are? And yeah, he, um, but then he says, you know, I got something for you. I'll be right back. And think, oh my god, is he giving her the first first impression rose? No. He came back with a cupcake for her birthday, because again, she this is the one who had the birthday day during the during this. So he comes back with the cupcake and and he um has the first bite of the cupcake. She said she could he could and then they kiss. Oh my God when when I think it was him who leaned in for the kiss when he did I'm like oh my god oh my god hey hi <laughs> there's always somebody but what I loved because I, I always have such a visceral reaction when I see people kissing people that they don't know for the first time um on the first night it always gives me this this I don't like it for, for me, that's a me. That's a me thing. But I always just like, you don't hold on. At least be past the first day. You know, let everyone be on the whole level playing field here. But again, I love Gary. So he can do whatever he wants. And what I loved is that, spoiler alert, again, he's only kisses two people. So I'm just like, okay, I can live with that. Because when you have other people who are kissing, like literally every man they end up giving a rose to, or every woman they end up giving a rose to, it's just, I don't like it. I don't like it. So I'm okay. I'm good with the two. I'm good with the two. So yeah, so that happened. But she was definitely the first one to get a kiss of the night of the season. But yeah, so he comes back and and he says, you know, 
to the women, this is the latest that I have been up. Um, and, and the women agree and say, yeah, same with us. These people went until the next morning. Y'all, these women, these people are 60 on into their 70s. They need to sleep. <laughs> they need to sleep. Oh, man. Anyway. But then he uh, picks up the rose and he walks out. So none of the women in there is getting the first impression rose. And um, then he finds Faith and he gives her the first impression rose. And Faith, that's the one, her motorcycle girl. And he, um, he tells her, I'm not giving you this because you rode in on a motorcycle. And I'm not even giving this to you because you have a beautiful voice. I'm giving this to you because you made me feel special. It's so sweet. Um, but yes. And, um, that, um, is also his second kiss because after giving her the rose, they kiss and they're outside. And there's other women outside as well. Not near, right near them, but near them enough to see that he is kissing her. And I'm sure there was some jealousy there, but they still seem to handle the jealousy well. Thank God. We don't see that. We never see that. But, um, yeah. So then we see that Jimmy's aunt is falling asleep. <laughs> she is asleep. Um, but now we're heading into the rose ceremony. So for this, and I think I did this, this, this the same way, um, with charity season. I'm going to say who has received the rose. I'm not going to say who hasn't received the rose, except for one person, I will say. Because, well, I know vaguely enough, I know enough, I know more of who she is. So I will mention one person who doesn't get a rose. And obviously, if you watch the episode, you probably know who I'm talking about. So at the end of this too, we have 16 women. So let's get into it. So, and this is an order. So he gives it to Ellen, Teresa. Teresa was our birthday girl. Joan, Natasha, our laughing weird date thing. Leslie, Christina, Edith, who I, yes, Edith is the one who has the friend, Roberta, um, Nancy, April, so the calendar worked, I guess. Sandra, Jeannie, Kathy, um, oh, Marina, that's who it was, sorry, it wasn't Maria, Marina. So Marina, Peggy, and Susan, y'all, or Chris Jenner made the cut. <laughs> so she's a beautiful woman, but it just throws me off that she looks like Chris Jenner. Chris Jenner's also a beautiful woman. It just throws me off that she chose to look like Chris Jenner. By you, choose to look like anybody but yourself. Anyway, anyway, let's continue. Anyway, the only person that I am not, that I'm, that I'm going to point out, did not get picked, is Matt's mom. Did not get picked, Matt James's mom. She wasn't picked, and uh, I feel bad for her. I know she's a nice, she's 
I had had no issues with his mom. His mom seemed absolutely lovely. I think she deserves the fine love I and how we know that she didn't have a great relationship with his dad. His dad was absent. He himself didn't have a relationship with his dad. And um, I think she deserved a, a chance at love. But I'm also happy because then that means I don't have to see him. Thank you. Thank you very much. And prior to him starting the rose ceremony, he like this was going to be the hardest part for him the part he was dreading he um he didn't want to do this he didn't want to do the rose ceremonies um and he's crying he's crying because he's you know he's hurt women here and he didn't want to do that and he's crying and i'm like don't cry it's fine but Oh, I love him. So anyway, um, then, um, we hear Don't Stop Believing by Journey, my favorite song. It's everybody's basic. It's fine. But I love the song so much. But yeah, they started playing that. So cool. Um, there's not a whole lot to really like pinpoint and talk about here for what's coming up on but of course there is going to be some drama um and it seems to be really putting a toll on him so i wrote this man is starting to be happy so i'm making him sad so <laughs> like i think at one point he says like this doesn't it doesn't feel worth it and i said no <laughs> but i don't know what the drama is but you know Anyway, I also wrote in caps, hug him. Um, so I am pinpointing the blooper because we need to find out what happened with Jimmy's aunt. So we see Chessie going up and waking her up. And she's like, did I get a rose? He says, no, you slept through the rose ceremony. And she's like, can I get a rose? Can I get a petal? He says, no. Um, all the roses and the petals have, are, are gone. <laughs> um, and, uh, she says, oh, okay, well, and she leaves. Um, and then we, like I said, saw the, the rest in peace to Roberta. Uh, I think that's Edith, again, right? Edith's friend. Um, she, passed away. As I mentioned on the top of the episode, I kind of wanted to get that out of the way because I felt horrible. Um, you were kind of hoping that she would at least, you know, be here to watch the show, but, you know, anyway, that is it. That is it for our first episode of Golden Bachelor. I love it so much. I love it so much. Um, so, yeah. Um, so Bachelor in Paradise will be following shortly after. Um, with that said, probably means like, um, be 90, it's going to be a little late. Toe, that's for sure, it'll be a little late, but not to worry. We have our Canadian Thanksgiving coming up, um, 
on Monday and I decided to take time off <laughs> from my day job, which means that I will be able to really focus um, for the next soon to be five days um, at the end of the week to really focus on, on the podcast. So, but yeah, that's it. That is the end of Golden Bachelor. So if you like what you heard, please share Reality Tea Times 2 with everyone in your life. That's going to help with our growth. And we really want to grow this podcast. Another way you can grow it is by also rating and reviewing us on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify. The links to those podcast links to the Spotify and Apple Podcasts will be in the show notes. You can find us on any of your favorite podcast apps, but if there is an app that you don't see us on that you want to see us on, please let me know and I can get that up on that podcast app. If you are an avid YouTube user, you can listen to this podcast on YouTube by going to Reality Tea Times Two. If you want to connect with us, you can do so by connecting with us on either Facebook at Reality Tea Times Two or Instagram and Threads at Reality Tea Times Two Podcast. You can also email us. We would love to hear from you. Also. If you want to guest on the podcast at some point, whether we talk about your favorite show or just get to know each other, you can email us at realitytimes2 at hotmail.com and you can make that request and we can talk and we can figure that out. So you can email us at that email. We have a new website where you can get links to everything. You can get links to our Facebook page, Instagram page, threads, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, everything your heart's desire, as well as we do now have a Discord. So you can you can follow us and talk to us on the Discord app. You can get all of that information at the website. And the website is www.solo.to forward slash reality times two. I also have a new podcast with my friend Mikkel called Next Take Podcast. And you can either listen to us at YouTube at the link that's going to be in the show notes. I believe that is Next Take Podcast. And you can also go to our website. There you can have all the links to all of our social medias, email, everything. Our episodes as well will be at the website, which is www.solo.to forward slash next take podcast. All of the information, everything that I have just said will be in our show notes. Well, that's it for now, guys. Thanks. Bye.